welcome to Positively Joy, the podcast on searching in all seasons. I'm your host, Yvette Walker. And today with us, we have Marcus Cade, therapist and life coach and owner of Happiness Decoded 101. Thank you for being on the show, Marcus. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about yourself? Doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us about your business, Happiness Decoded 101. I love the name. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, Well, what I I set out to do uh, with Happiness Decoded is uh, set up a platform for people to be able to find and activate uh, a lifetime happiness based on um, a lack of conditions. So unconditional lifetime happiness uh, and to be able to utilize certain strategies and certain skills to help maintain uh, happiness. Um, the, the, the sort of the backstory behind the title uh, or, or the, you know, the, the name of the business is, um, you know, my, my quest has always for, for quite some time has always been to find happiness, uh, to be happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had, a, I've had a few tragic events in my life that we'll probably get to later. But um, what I found is that, Number one, through my own experiences, and number two, through asking people, you know, through through my travels, you know, are you happy? Are you happy? Um, and I always got a lot of complex answers or a lot of answers that were contingent upon certain outcomes, uh, receiving certain possessions, certain environmental changes, certain circumstantial changes. And, you know, so I, I figured I, I have to come up with a way to show people how to activate happiness within uh, so that the conditions don't matter. We can find the advantages in all conditions, all states of being, all situations, uh, and regardless of what possessions you have. And so there's four categories that I help people find happiness in because I wanted to, I wanted to narrow it down for people because sometimes people may be great in a mental health sense, but doing really, but but not doing so well in the relationship department or have the relationship they want, but not be, not have a sense of life purpose. So I said, let me, let me categorize, let me get at least four so people can find out where they're falling short and use the other strengths to work in their favor. So before you tell, before you tell us that, I just want to tell you, I love that because so often it seems like we are either doing well in one or another part of our lives. Like work is going great, but then your personal life is suffering or family or whatever. So I like that you're, that you're acknowledging that and showing us how to, to build the strengths on that. So yeah, tell us. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because, because there it's, you know, if you look at the basic structure of just a lot of the uh, ancient artifacts and there's at least, there's at least four pillars to hold up a structure. So Mm -hmm. I figured that, you know, it's the same, it's the same in life. I like to try to look to, you know, different disciplines in history to try to figure out, you know, how things are harmonious through, throughout the universe and just how we operate physiologically, et cetera. But our, my, my four pillars are, and they're actually four Ps. So uh, psychology is the first one. Purpose is second. Uh, partnerships is third. And, that, and, and I would say that would include romantic relationships, friendships, family, anything that you know, even business relationships, any, mm-hmm. any human relationship. Uh, and the fourth is uh, physical health. Um, so originally I had three. I added the fourth one because, you know, any suffering in, in the physical sense, 
and as we know that's your temple any suffering there can pull down the the rest of the of the pillars because your life will be cut short or your life will be compromised in a lot of ways uh mm-hmm. so i came up with these these four mm-hmm. and that's what everything is based on okay um let's let's go back a little bit and talk about um, your, your life as a therapist. So how'd you get started and why, why was that something you wanted to go into? Um, I would say that the, the first, uh, the first time that I really saw an affinity for this type of work or, or found it coming natural, mm-hmm. uh, I should say was, uh, was middle school actually. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, what, what what happened was uh, in my class, I was always the one that everybody came to for advice. If they were going through some stuff, mm-hmm. even even and it, the funny thing about it, you know, a, a primary arm of, of my work is in dating and relationships. That's what my nightly show is about. Mm-hmm. And it started even back then because I was, you know, anybody who, you know, middle school, you still have boyfriends and girlfriends in middle school. So that's true. People, there was relationship drama back then, and a lot of my friends would come to me for, you know, advice on it or, you know, perspective or encouragement and things like that. And they used to call me their counselor. Um, and, you know, so as a, as a child, you internalize certain things. And just hearing that um, eventually led me to uh, have an interest in it. And I didn't know it as, as really a, 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 a discipline until high school there was a um there was a, co- a a class i took in philosophy and started we started to hear about a lot of the you know freud a lot of the theorists that you know now right uh, incorporated in that class and it was dream interpretation and so i really got hooked in so that's where you know the the, the talent of it started to show itself in middle school but high school the interest came in so i was able to combine those two mm-hmm. and then in, in, in college i majored in it and in the rest was history from there um went to went to grad school uh and got a a master's in clinical psych from there and then you know just just started working so you know you can do a lot with with that degree um why did you decide to start your own business um that's actually a, a a bigger story so my um my my mom was was murdered in 2005 mm. uh and so i was actually it was it was during Christmas break, so I was a few. I was still on campus. I was still at Hampton. I was a few days from going back home mm-hmm. to, to Jersey to be with my family, uh, and you know I, I got the news before I left. So you know I had came home, and you know and you know as you, as you may or may not be able to assume that you know it, it, it was something that that broke the family, uh, you know, and it really um, it, it it really shook me, you know, to to my core. I and, bet. The, the way that, you know, my, my thing was even, even days after I, I, I was, I was wrecking my, my brain still in the morning, still morning, but wrecking my brain, trying to figure out how I can, what I can dedicate to her with, with my life yes. after this. Um, because I didn't want to let her die in vain. I didn't want her teachings, her, you know, what she was proud of and, and the things that she instilled in me to, to, to go dormant. Uh, and it, it, it gave me a certain, a certain fire to say, I, I need to help as many people as possible. I need to, to take her energy and, and be able to provide the world with something to, to not only heal people who have gone through similar things, but help people reach the pinnacle 
of their their sense of success, their their visions, and just can be completely inspired um, and, and, and always possible. And so, you know, it, it was rough in grad school because, I, I, you know, I, I found myself just like I, I, went, I, I went, I graduated Hampton and I went straight to grad school uh, in Chicago and I kind of kept the routine going uh, mm-hmm. because in my mind, you know, I was I was dedicating. I didn't want to stop. I felt like, you know, I, you know, I wanted to keep going and things like that. And, you know, it, I kind of struggled a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, working my way through. So I made the decision eventually to uh, get the master's, take a pause because I was on my I was headed to a doctorate. But mm-hmm. I, I took a pause and decided to to work, to relocate closer to family and friends. Um, and it, it was that it was through this transition that I was always looking for my my purpose because I knew uh the psychology was a big interest for me but Mm -hmm. after she passed it didn't feel like enough it was no longer enough for me um i wanted to do private practice after she passed i couldn't just do not 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 to denigrate the work in any way but i wouldn't be serving enough people put it that way okay limitate on the, the day how many clients you can see um, and I felt like I wanted to utilize more of myself as the, the maximum of myself. I knew I had a lot of different interests that maybe I didn't see how they could come together at that point. But I wanted to use everything that I had from childhood activities, interests, things I used to do, passions, all everything that I could possibly, uh, you know, collaborate within me to help change the world in some kind of way. Um, so that being the intent, it took me a, some years to, to bring everything together. Um, but I was able to salvage every aspect of myself. And then, and then the next thing was I got to build a platform for people to consume right. everything that I've learned from my experiences, everything that I've researched, everything that I've put together um, and, you know, an artistry, because my platform is based on healing through artistry. So it's, it's, you know, some people learn through workshops, some people learn through reading, some people learn through the emotional connection with music. Uh, Some people learn through, you know, blog posts and articles, documentaries. And I love to write, I love to act, I love to do all of these different things. So I said, I'm going to build one platform Mm -hmm. with a universal healing message, but send it to people in all the ways that people consume information so that nobody's left out. The people who learn visually can get it. The people who learn audio visually get it. The people who learn from entertainment can get it. The people who love music can get it. I'm not leaving anybody out to dry with this. So I was was very dedicated, put a lot of time, a lot of years in, and I was able to find a platform where I could upload as I create, I can upload it and people can, can access it all around the world. Mm. Uh, And so, so that's where happiness decoded meets my, you know, the website. And then so, so people go to the website, I upload content weekly Mm -hmm. uh, and it comes from various, it can be various forms. It can be a podcast. It can be mini documentary, et cetera. And uh, what's more, I give people the, the option to suggest content. So I I, I may be doing something on uh, this week. I may do something on counteracting negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. something else I may be doing how to thrive post-divorce uh over here i may be doing how to how to overcome the fear mechanism and and fear overtaking your life right Mm -hmm. and then and then but you personally may be going through something deep 
that I haven't covered yet with my with all of my content. And when mm-hmm. you log on, you have all access to all past content and future content. Gotcha. You may be going through something to where the quarantine is making you hate your husband or, or the quarantine <laughs> is making it hate your kids or something. Something's going on right now, and I haven't covered it yet. So as the member, you have the autonomy to message me within the platform, say, hey, look, I'm going through this specific thing. Can you do something on this? Mm-hmm. And then... The next, the next week or the next week after, um, I, I, I comprise a, I comprise content based on what you said and offer strategies uh, to, to heal that specific problem and to help you and other people who may be going through that. Okay, so there's someone out there who, who definitely is seeking. They know they, they know they, they need some, some, some help or some additional, um, just some things to think about. So, so they, they go to Happiness Decoded www.patreon.com slash happiness decoded. And so they see, so they see everything you have the offer. They sign up with you and they can actually custom their own, their own needs with you. Right. Because they have access to everything that I post. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I I launched uh, October of last year. And so I have a lot of content already there. Right. Uh, You, you know, you can bench watch, you can, you can, you know, connect and make sure that you have all the strategies and routines, et cetera, but they can actually, um, because I wanted people to have some say over their education because I've been in situations where, you know, you have the traditional educational system, you have different workshops and trainings. Workshops may give you more autonomy because you can look at the title of a workshop and say, I don't want that, or I want this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when we're dealing with a therapeutic, media platform um we i definitely want to hit the target i don't want to say any i don't want to give you any fluff any extra i don't want i don't want to hear myself talk for two hours i want to make sure that you know as as a marksman i can make sure that i hit the direct target and i give you short uh practical strategies to add to your daily routine in a very practical way that can help you heal through the exact situation you're going through. Because when I do digital lectures on the platform, I try to keep it to maybe 15 to 20 minutes because mm-hmm. this is, this is all dedicated to the busy people of America. You know, you, you have kids, you have a profession, you have a lot of things going on. I want this to be able to be consumed and, and fit right in with your normal life and only require minimal effort but, but and a lot of consistency, minimal effort, a lot of consistency um, so that you can make those changes almost seamlessly. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to give people more work to do <laughs> a lot. Like, I don't want to add to your stress. I, I'm here to relieve it. And so I was very strategic. I'm always very strategic with how I deliver information, because with with you all, the people in mind, I want to make sure it's easy to add in. And it's the most effective and the most potent possible. Have you seen an uptick in people needing this service um, during COVID, you know, during the season of COVID-19 or even maybe during um, the injustice and difficult situations we've seen in the last couple of weeks? Uh, yes, it definitely, definitely. Um, and, it, and it's, you know, very strange that, you know, a lot of my recent content is is connected to a lot of the injustices uh even before some of them happen but i try to adapt my my approach as as i recognize the need going up mm-hmm. um so a lot of my content will be will be geared towards the actual environment as of now 
to help people adapt because um, one of the one of the main things that I think is going to help us to, to to grow and evolve uh, and be able to, you know, not take too much emotional and spiritual and uh, and mental damage throughout this whole process is to be able to adapt, thrive, and find advantages in different situations as opposed to being drawn to the the negative and letting the letting the negative overcome our our mindset because whenever we're emotionally immersed. In, in negative thinking and fear-based thinking, it, it paralyzes our movement and we can't be strategic and tactical. And these are times where we have to be vigilant, uh, more vigilant than ever. Right, right. You mentioned your mom and how her death was the catalyst for a lot of what you're doing now. Um, yeah. And you mentioned her her memory and her teaching. Is, is there a, uh, a strong memory or teaching from her that you always cling to when you do your work? Yeah, quite quite a few, but there was one particular time uh, that I always th- this is the one that has been the baseline for everything that I've done since, and it's it's um it was one one particular day I was in a car with her, um and I think I was in high school at the time, and we were kind of driving around doing errands. But we would all, if we were always in the car together, mm-hmm. there would be times where we would have you know just have great conversations, and uh, we were kind of pulling into the house and. The, we sat in the driveway for a while. We were having this conversation. And I remember I was very emotionally in tune with her. Um, you know, we, we, we've seen a lot of, a lot of things together. And uh, even at a young age, um, I've always been in tune with her emotions and been, you know, trying to do whatever I could, even as a kid, just doing whatever, whatever I could to help move the meter the other way if she was ever going through anything or, or I could feel that she was emotional about things. So sure. there was a particular time where we pulled, we, we were just talking about something. We would always go on whatever, wherever the tangent would take us. And she was really emotional and she was, she would just wanted to, she was trying to tell me about my potential. She was just saying like, you know, the, the sky's the limit for you. She called me Marky. That was my, that was my nickname. You know mm-hmm. <laughs> She was, she was like, you know, the sky's the limit for you, Marky. You can do any, anything that you want to do, anything that you put your mind to. Um, and, you know, I want you to always just do, you know, do your best and, you know, be confident. And those kind of it, it was it was that kind of that kind of rhetoric, that kind of teaching. Um, and the reason it stood out is because it, it was it was she was so emotional at the time. It keyed me in. I always listened to her. But. It, I, my key, my, my memory, everything tied in. My heart was tied into what she was saying at that point uh, because, you know, it, it affected her in a certain way. And then so I, I really um, that plus everything she had said, you know, over the course of my life um, made me uh, have, have have just an in, internal burning fire to utilize that. And that's why, you know, private practice and, you know, certain things be, became no no longer enough for me to have utilized my entire potential um, for 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 people. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a beautiful memory. Um, you mentioned this work really even drawing you as as early as middle school. I'm kind of like you. People like to come to talk to me, but I don't particularly enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring people bringing their problems. It's, it's stressful. And so that's, so that's not my, you know, not my area. Um, right. but I can definitely see how being a therapist and a life coach can be stressful. So how do you find joy in it? 
that's that's hard to say because I, I I love it. Like I I feel like and that, and that's why whenever okay I gave you the four pillars right. Whenever uh people's purpose pillar is faltering or whatever, I, I always tell them we I, I I'll help you get in sync with the things that you could do twenty four hours a day mm-hmm. without. All you would need was food and water, and you could just you could just do whatever that thing is. But I, I, a lot of times, I help people deconstruct their lives and dissect themselves to find mm. the same way I did to mm-hmm. find the exact components that you are comprised of, the exact mm-hmm. ingredients that you have, and be able to combine them in in a way that you're fu- you're fully activated, and you could do this all day. And that's the similar thing with me, like. I could literally do it all day. I mean, I, I get tired, like as as people get tired and doing the same thing or whatever. But I enjoy it because my my I thrive on other people seeing progress and getting to where they need to go and being happy, uh, being fulfilled, seeing progress, um, learning more about themselves, the self awareness aspects, um, trying strategies, those strategies working, being consistent, seeing changes. Um, being successful in business. Um, these things are very important to me. Uh, and so, you know, when, when I get it, ch- every time I get a chance to, to help somebody get to a goal, you know, I'm, I'm, I roll my sleeves up and we, and, and we get dirty and, and we, and we make it happen. And it's, uh, it's, it's always, it's fun. So it's always good. Okay. Wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you have a favorite uh, scripture and how does it relate to the season you're walking through? Uh, well, I've, I've always been big on uh, Proverbs, uh, e- even even from a kid, you know, being being introduced to the Bible. But Proverbs was, and it's almost similar to a lot of. Now that I look at it, similar to how I how I approach things now, uh, is just practical knowledge, wisdom. Yeah. Um, you know, one plus two, you know, that kind of thing is 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 very central to me because it's easy to to remember it's easy to memorize and it's easy to to move forward with and i've always been somebody who's striving for knowledge i've always been a curious kid Mm -hmm. you know family to tell you now i was the one asking three thousand questions like you know (laughs) back to back um and so i've i I, i'm glad to say i've never lost that but uh there's one uh proverbs i think it's 27 19 as uh it says, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. And, and I think that I, I'm glad to say that I'm a testament to uh, to that. I, I, I strive to make sure that my life is a reflection of, of my heart. So so people so people know and, and people will, will uh, have, have given me great feedback and, and said that, you know, they can feel the authenticity. They can feel that, you know, this this man is dedicated to something that's 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 powerful something that's that's um that's unyielding mm. uh, and, that, and i say that lends itself to my consistency because it's all dedicated you know to to my mom and you know i'm, I'm still i'm still make, trying to make her proud even even to this day oh well i know you are i know you are um so you've got a lot going on uh do you have some upcoming projects what are your what are your next plans in life mm. great question i have uh few workshops, few virtual workshops coming up, mm-hmm. uh, that I, that I want to, I want to, and, and there are, they're connected to the times. Um, one is based on, you know, food and, and detoxing 
And then the other one is based on just, you know, survival tactics and preparation and things like that. So, um, you know, those two I'm, I'm definitely preparing for coming up. I also have a short film uh, on the way as well. So uh, I've written the script. It's just I'm just revising it right now, working on casting. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, no, this, this one, I'm really proud of this one. Uh, and because it's it has the dating and relationship component to it. Uh, as far as the, 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 you know, how far would you go for the person that you love? I would mm-hmm. say that would be the, the biggest tagline I can give you, but it's, it's a, it's a major, it's an action uh, story. It's a, it's a comedy, but it's also, um, it's also deeply rooted in, uh, in, in marriage and dating and relationships and, and the strength of a relationship when two people uh, choose each other and they're right for each other. They would do anything to make sure um, that, that each other was, uh, was safe and okay. So, um, that's on the way as well. Um, so I'm, I'm doing the soundtrack for that, for that too. So that's, that's really the, the, the major, the two major things, um, that I'm working on right now is the film, the film, the workshops, and I'm, I'm doing my second book as well. Um, and it's going to be just the overall guide to, to achieving unconditional happiness. So, um, so people can be able to read that. My last book, uh, was based on dating and relationships mm-hmm. and sort of reversing a lot of the psychological baggage uh, from, from childhood, from, you know, um, relationship history and things like that. So second book, workshops and, and the film. So And people can yeah. find find all about that at, give me your website again. Uh, it's www.patreon.com uh, slash happiness decoded 101. And my um, my social media is at Happiness Decoded uh, 101. And the link is in that bio, too. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for, for talking with me today. Um, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's always so good to find some practical ways to, I love the word activate it, that you use, and find some practical ways to, to just find our joy. And um, I love that you... You, you really lean on proverbs. I love it that so many people are finding leadership advice and practical advice in, you know, in this, in, in this ancient book um, that um, tells us what the Lord wants us to do. So that's great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much. And um, for our listeners, thanks for listening. As always, this is Positively Joy and farewell for now.